everyone, my name is Shakila. And I'm Linda, and welcome to episode four of The Small Pod. Today we're gonna to be talking about medical missions. We are joined with two student volunteers who have attended medical missions. And for those who are wondering, basically Operation Smile conducts medical missions numerous times per year across the world. These missions happen in locations which are unique. In some areas, med medical equipment needs to be imported, and in other places, medical expertise is required. But Operation Smile gets support from local healthcare workers to deliver the best medical care in their culture and language. With us today, we have Mariam, the former club leader of the CHS Operation Smile School Club, as well as Natalie, the president of the Lycée Théodore Monod Operation Smile School Club. Do you guys mind introducing yourselves? Hi guys, um, my name is Mariam. Um, I am a year 13 student at the Cambridge High School. And like Linda said, I was a former club president um, and have been working with Operation Smile for almost three years now. Hey guys, my name is Natalie. I am a junior at the Lycée Francais Théodore Monod. Um, I'm currently the club president um, with, and I have my help with um, Ala uh, Belbashir, who's our vice president. Um, and I'm very happy to be with you guys today. That's great. So now it's time for our first segment, Fact of the Month. So yesterday we put up a poll on our Instagram story asking you guys a question, which was, how long is a medical mission? And the answer was usually 10 to 12 days. So great job to everyone who got it correct. And now let's start with our questions. First off, how do medical missions work? Do you guys mind explaining the process? Um, Mariam, I think you can go to explain the you know traditional medical mission layout. Um, so uh, how it usually works is um, it depends from mission to mission um, and how many patients we are planning to um, operate on. But the first day is always screening. So during screening, multiple checkups are done on, a pati on patients um, to make sure that they're fit for surgery. So you have blood work that's done. There are images of the patient that's taken. The patient sees the dentist and so on. And at the end of the screening day, the patients are, um, are made aware of who is uh, eligible for surgery and who we might have to do surgery the next year. Um, and that depends on various factors. Um, the, one of the factors is age. Um, the second factor is, um, is a child, um, what is it? Does a child have enough weight to undergo surgery? So all of those factors are considered and that is day one. Um, then the following days are uh, surgery days. So cleft palate surgeries take two days and cleft lip surgeries take one day. And then depending on the number of patients, uh, the surgery days can really be anywhere between two days to 10 days maybe. Okay, interesting. So uh, guys, which missions have you attended? I attended the December 2020 mission in Abu Dhabi. I was part of the June 2019 mission. Awesome. Okay. How many patients were treated? Can you give us an estimate? Uh, on the December 2020 mission, we only had five patients because of um, COVID and whatnot. So 
uh, the restrictions were very strict. Um, the number of patients, the operating rooms, um, I think there was just one operating theater. And so um, they were quite limit limited, but we were able to provide surgery to five children. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, so in our, in my mission, sorry, uh, we were able to provide around 20 surgeries. Okay, yeah, that's understandable, yeah. Um, what was your role as students? So I think the role of students, and I'm sure Natalie knows about this, is to be health, uh, is to teach healthcare modules to the patients and their parents. Um, so there are around five to six modules that include burn care, oral rehydration, nutrition, brushing your teeth, um, all of that stuff. And you make like little charts and songs and you basically entertain the patients while also educating their parents. Um, so that is one of our roles. And I think um, the second role is basically to ensure that our patients and their parents are as comfortable as possible. Um, because it is a very stressful situation. Their child is about to go into surgery. So we're there just to keep the environment lively um, and make sure they don't stress out too much. Okay, that's, that's great. Um, now, how do you think that COVID impacted the medical missions? Um, COVID impacted the medical missions in so many ways. I haven't attended like a traditional original medical mission. However, um, we had to have negative PCRs. Uh, only one parent was allowed um, at the hospital. Um, the number of patients, um, I don't think there were any patients from any other emirate other than Abu Dhabi because, you know, transportation like on the borders and all that with all the PCRs and stuff, I think it would have been too hectic on the families. Um, sanitization was doubled. Um, it was just, uh, it was a very uh, strict environment, but we were still able to provide surgery where, I mean, it was, it went like a normal medical mission with the main goal being providing surgery, but with um, different precautions, um, a different number of people, and uh, that's about it. Okay, yeah, I'm glad that it went well in the end. Uh, it's time for our next segment and it's called Quote Minute. So the way this works is we're gonna have a quote that is in some way related to Operation Smile and each one of us is going to explain what we understand from it and share our opinions. So Shaquille and I can go first. So the quote is, to the world, you may be one person, but to one person, you may be the world. And what I get from this is that although you're a person in a world filled with billions of people, you know, I think that you may think you're actions are insignificant when in reality it can cause a sort of you know chain reaction that can end up affecting someone and even changing their life for the better okay i'll go next um i think that in respect to operation smile as linda rightfully said when you participate in volunteer in such a helpful and impactful organization the child you are helping is forever grateful for that interaction you made with them because you showed them kindness and made them feel understood and appreciated. What about you guys? How does it resonate with you? Um, I agree with both of your explanations. I feel that uh, so many of these children are bullied, are made fun of, they feel different, they feel um, they're not valued the way they're supposed to be valued or sometimes treated the way they're supposed to be treated. And so having just a group of people um, who accept them, who support them and who definitely help them help 
them like change their lives, you know, is um, very meaningful. Uh, I remember one of the patients at the 2020 medical mission uh, was turning one. And so for her birthday gift, she was getting a cleft palate uh, surgery done. And so see how like that was her birthday gift. And so that's what us student volunteers are able to help and are able to do um, with these um, children. Yeah, I think you guys like covered it all. Maybe I'll just add on a little bit more. I think Operation Smile stresses a lot on quality, on the quality of the care that we give our patients, right? Which is why like Natalie mentioned, even during the pandemic, we were able to provide surgery. Even though it was only five, those are five lives, five lives that have changed forever now. And I think that's something so important because at Operation Smile, we're always talking about giving our patients the most holistic care possible. So we don't just end with surgery. We, uh, we go on with uh, post-surgery care. So that includes speech therapy, um, following up with the patient and so on. So I guess the quote really does resonate with the vision and mission of Operation Smile. Definitely, yeah. Now we are going to be moving on to our next set of questions, which are more specifically regarding your individual experiences. So what was your favorite moment during your participation in a medical mission? It would have to be the first child out of surgery. Um, so during the December 2020 medical mission, um, it was just one child at a time who was getting surgery. So uh, seeing the first patient out of the operation theater and back in her room with her mother was so touching. Um, the girl had a polyp and a cleft lip and she was gorgeous. Uh, the, you could see the difference and the mother was so relieved. The mother was so happy. She was beyond thankful. And personally, it was just a chain reaction. Uh, when one mother is happy, is relaxed, is thankful, I think it just affects like, you know, the vibes just spread throughout the rooms. And um, it just changes this like stressful environment into a more, you know, hopeful, positive, looking forward. Um, and so that was just my favorite moment because the lady just set the tone, the mother just set the tone and spread the positive vibes. Yeah, uh, medical missions are always full of hope. And I think one of my favorite moments will always be interacting with the patients before they go into surgery um, and getting to know them, getting to know their parents, having those one-on-one -on -one interactions with them and creating those meaningful relationships are always one of my favorite moments of the uh, medical mission. Yeah, I can imagine. That must have been so reassuring, not only for you guys, but for the patients and their parents as well. Um, were there any takeaways that you'll remember for the rest of your life? Uh, definitely not take to, to not take the small things for granted. I feel like so many of us live our lives daily, um, just taking everything for granted from my health to the bed I sleep on, etc. I think medical missions really showed us um, how to be thankful and to be thankful for the smallest things because most of us just eat and swallow and thanks for the food, but you know, none of us really think about it twice. And so I feel like medical the medical mission has really taught me to be thankful for the smaller things. 
Yeah, I have exactly what Natalie has to say. Um, because the medical missions really, really ground you and you start to realize that there, there is a world outside of you. Because I guess we often live in our own little bubble and we don't really realize the realities of other people. So I think medical missions are certainly a place where you realize that there are people who have who don't have the things that you take for granted. Um, and also another takeaway is that never underestimate the power you hold as a student or as um, a teenager, because even then, even at this age, we can make an impact um, on the, the lives of the children at the medical missions. Yeah, definitely. That's really inspiring. How does it feel to see the before and after in real life? Amazing. Just, yeah, there's nothing else to say. It's just really <laughs> heartwarming and it's very nice. Yeah, it, it's just, it just makes you feel really warm and fuzzy on the inside. Um, there's no other way to describe it. It's just, yeah, like Natalie said, it's just an amazing, amazing feeling. It's yeah. not like the I pictures, can... you know, just seeing it in real life is very different. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, how did it feel being among some of the best medical professionals? Was it inspiring in any way? Okay, um, so uh, I don't, I'm not sure about Natalie's experience, but our medical team was big. Um, and I think the medical mission I was on was one of the biggest medical missions that we've had in the UAE. Uh, so we had a huge um, medical team. So you have these small one-on-one -on -one experiences with some of them and they just like stick out to you. I remember I got to go in uh, with the pediatrician uh, to help a child with speech therapy. And so you, you get to see, do those little things and you get to see how the entire team, right? The dentist, the anesthesiologist, um, the childcare specialist, all of the, you get to see all of them come together in that moment to create uh, the most beautiful movement. Like, it's just beautiful. Uh, that's really sweet. Were there any patients that stood out to you and why? I think, um... Each one of them stood out in their own way. Uh, they had, uh, some of them had cleft palates, some had cleft lips. So I feel like they each had their own unique character. And so that just made them different. And so I don't think in my mission, anybody really stood out particularly. I feel like they were all unique in their own ways. Uh, so during my medical mission, there was this patient um, that I remember uh, so during the medical mission, I was stationed where we had to take different patients through the different stations um, on screening day. So there was this patient, uh, she was very small for her age, and it was, it was a little bit difficult to get her through the different stations, especially when you get to um, PIT, which is patient imaging technician, um, where the kids have to get their pictures taken. Um, a lot of kids do freak out. And there was a lot of crying involved. Her parents got really stressed out, uh, but we were able to create a bond by simply knowing how to calm her down and we would have to take moments out. And 
it took quite a while for us to go through all those stations, but by the end of getting through that, we'd become good friends. And um, seeing her go through surgery and meeting her after surgery was so special to me because um, I had worked with her parents in ensuring that she gets there. So that child always um, stood out to me. Oh, that's sweet. And um, this next one, I was just a little, you know, this like intrigued me because, you know, not every mission is going to go smoothly. So whether it's COVID or not. So I was just wondering, you know, you guys, what was the hardest part of you guys' missions? The kids after surgery are cranky, are half asleep, are they try not to be in pain by giving them like painkillers and all. But, you know, they're still under some sort of anesthetic. So they're cranky. They're not able to fall asleep. They don't like the way they, they get their parents are asking them to drink water because um, they can't give them their bottles. And so they have to do it with a syringe or with a spoon, like drip water, like nothing's supposed to enter their mouth. And so I think that was the hardest, you know, trying to cope with the kids who were crying and just cranky. Um it was there the first day. I think it was a bit less on the second day, but the second day you had tired mothers uh, because they weren't able to sleep. So I feel like the hardest part was definitely, you know, hearing the kids all around. And then when one cries, they all start to cry. So I think that was the hardest part on our COVID mission. Um, another hard part is that as student volunteers, you're constantly moving around. So it can be quite physically exhausting because at the because when you're in it, you don't realize because you're having so much fun talking to the patients, um, walking them, walking them through the different stations, um, assisting the medical professionals. So you don't realize, but when you get home, the exhaustion will set in. And everybody on the medical team and all the volunteers know after the medical mission, everybody takes a break. Um, so that's maybe one of the harder, but but also the most rewarding part of uh, medical missions. Um, another hard part is after screening day. So like I said, um, the usual traditional medical mission, after screening day, we do have to decline surgery to some patients. So it gets a little hard because you've spent that entire day with them, playing with them, seeing their parents go through the different stations. And the parents wait long hours to get the results. And when you have to finally break the news to them, it's really heartbreaking. Uh, but we Operation Smile at Operation Smile, we do come back with the promise that we will be back next year. Um, and that's a promise we always try to keep. Yeah, that must have been really difficult, especially to, you know, decline some of the patients. Yeah. Um, next question. How was your experience at the follow-ups? So I'm going to let Natalie do this one because I couldn't go to the follow-up because I was traveling at that time. Same here. That's okay. Um, <laughs> so time for our last question. Uh, if you could sum up your experience as a student volunteer in a word or phrase, what would that be? I would say the experience at Medical Mission is simply awe-inspiring. I'd say it's very rewarding. 
That's awesome. Okay. Finally, we end with our last segment. What made us smile? Now, this one is pretty self-explanatory. We are going to go around and say what made us smile recently. I'll go first. This opportunity to hear you guys' experiences and how passionate you were really made me smile today. What about you guys? Um, I guess I'll go next. Um, so uh, this is really random, but uh, we have guppies at home. Guppies are like fish and um, our guppies gave birth. A lot of people get confused when I say they give birth, but guppies are actually a fish that give live birth. They don't lay eggs. Um, so they had given birth around a month ago and now they're like big enough. The babies are like big enough to put in, to be put into the big tank. <laughs> so that was something that brought a smile. But yeah. Um, I feel like I'm a smiley person in general, so I don't really take care of when I smile and when I don't. But I think um, I was out with my cousin today, which is not something we do regularly. And we just tried to paint something. And I know that I'm not good at painting, but um, the final result was quite rewarding. So I smiled. Um, I mean, for me, I guess that, of course, getting to talk to you guys was great. Uh, but I also recently attended my ambassador training, which I've been like very pumped for and very excited for. And that was really fun and informative. And I love the experience. So thank you to our listeners. And thank you to Natalie and Mariam for making time for our questions today. We thank hope you, you enjoyed this month's episode. And we hope to see you all in the next one. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Bye-bye. Of course. Bye. Bye.